Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Gonzalez. Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is. A uh, quick couple things before we get started. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash getheavypodcast. $1 a month gets you in the door. Early access to episodes and bonus content. Rate, subscribe, follow, and review the podcast on all audio outlets. Uh, it really does help. Check out the YouTube. Hit that notifications bell, subscribe button. Doesn't mean shit to you, but it means a lot to me. And check out the merch, localshop.com slash getheavypodcast. We've got new merch dropping soon. I appreciate everyone that supported so far. Also, go ahead and give us a call on the Get Heavy hotline, 805-666-2314. And uh, you can leave your weird story, message, answer the question of the week, uh, rates, reviews, fucked up shit, send your memes, texts, voicemails, whatever you want. Uh, know that it will maybe used on the podcast if it is good. Having said all that, enjoy the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast. Coming at you on a, another beautiful evening. Starting to warm up around here. I don't like it. Fire season is upon us. It was like 90 fucking degrees in Ventura today, which uh, suggests that we're entering or exiting our summer and we're entering our new season, Apocalypse. So prepare for this. The next time I come to you, probably from this podcast, we'll, uh, the whole house will be on fire. Maybe the town again. I hope not. But here it comes. The heat is coming. Everything's drying out. Santa Ana's are moving back in. And we're all going to fucking die in this state with no water, no food, no way to get out because everything around us will be burning. <laughs> it's a real, real happy start to the podcast. huh? <laughs> Oh, buddy. Oh, man. It's been a mess around here lately, guys. We got kids in school. We got fucking kids, you know, not doing their work. We got kids that are uh, two-year-olds that are absolutely nuts. We both got jobs. We're fucking every time I blink, a week goes by. Sometimes it's hard to just sit with your thoughts. Here I am at 9 o'clock at night. Ooh, yawning on a podcast. It's real fucking, real, real nice. But anyway, there's a lot going on in the world right now. What did we talk about last week? Oh, let's pick up where we left off. Gabby Petito. The tragic murder and disappearance of her boyfriend, Brian, is still, still hitting the news, still hitting the fucking the charts, still trending on Twitter. They don't know where Brian is. They have no idea. They found Gabby's body. They're pretty sure it's her. But do not fret, guys. They added two new people to this case. And I have the utmost confidence that they're going to fucking solve it. Dog the Bounty Hunter is coming in hot, dude. He's coming in like Hulk Hogan in the 80s. As soon as they fucking, the steroids guy dropped off his medicine. (laughs) He's coming in hot with his new wife, a whole new crew. He's over there in Brian's hometown. He's fucking shaking bushes. He's shaking people down. He's robbing campsites. He's threatening neighbors. He's going to find that motherfucker. Also, you got right behind him, 
Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil's out here doing, I don't know, three episodes a week with his family, with her family. Uh, her fucking body isn't even cold yet. And they're asking her, asking uh, the family members how they feel, who they think did it, what's going on, getting them to say shit that's probably going to bite them in the ass later. Dr. Phil doesn't give a fuck because he's going to get down to the bottom of this. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I want to figure out what's going on around here. Dude, how good of a <laughs> how good of a detective duo would Dr. Phil and Dog the Bounty Hunter be? <laughs> you got one guy that's like not is going to kick ass and fucking, you know, not take shit from anyone, and then you got another guy that's going to fucking psychologically break him down and get you to confess your crimes. That's the show I want to see. I want to see Dr. Phil and Dog the Bounty Hunter out in the fucking streets hitting the pavements, solving murders, dude. We're seeing it in the kind of now. This could be the beginning of a beautiful relationship. I wonder if Beth, too, will get jealous. No one comes in second to her besides Beth 1, who's gone as well. R.I.P. Beth 1. You are the best, Beth. But Dr. Phil, Dog the Bounty Hunter, that's the one I want to see. That's the fucking reality show we need. And also, let's throw Steven Seagal in there, dude. I mean, why not? Everyone get on this Gabby Petito thing. Let's figure this shit out. Because there's no, there's nothing better than watching people capitalize on a fucking tragic death. Right? Let's just fucking, I mean, I'm over here talking about it. But I'm not making capital. So fuck you for judging me. But seriously, Dog the Bounty Hunter, Dr. Phil, they need to team up. We need this reality show. Everyone needs to start saying this. Get them together. Let's get them in the same room. Let's get them talking. Let's get some ideas going. Dog the Bounty Hunter will come in and be like, listen, all we have to do, we just have to come at them strong, brother, and fucking get on it. Get on it, man. We just got to fucking rip this place apart. We're going to find them. We're going to turn over every rock. We're going to hit every single bank. <clears throat> and Dr. Phil's like, I want to understand the psychology. I want to understand why. Put us in the mind of Brian. Let's put us in the mind of Brian. And they both together, they're going to solve this case single-handedly. Fuck the cops. Fuck the detectives. Fuck the FBI. Dog the bounty hunter. Dr. Phil. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? We got, ooh, okay, hold on. Vaccine mandates. It looks like they're coming down. The one thing Biden promised he wasn't going to do is uh, the one thing that he's actually doing. So, um... I, I don't know what that means, but I'm so split on this, dude. I'm vaccinated. I'm absolutely for the vaccine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think you should take it if you want to. But I also, I, I'm so split on this because I believe you should have the freedom to choose. Right? I'm so fucking tired of hearing about this stuff, dude. At this point, everyone knows the risks, right? <clears throat> we all know the risks. You can get COVID and you can die. It can fuck you up. Or you can get COVID and it will barely make you sick and you'll be over it in two days. That's the spectrum, right? We all know the risk. Call it the common cold. Call it COVID. Call it the new fucking plague. Call it whatever you want. 700,000 Americans have died. It is the largest pandemic in uh, U.S. history. That is a fucking fact. But we all know the risk at this point. For them to come in and put mandates, and especially to 
basically in New York what they're doing, you know, firing healthcare workers that won't get it and bringing a national guard. <clears throat> this is where it gets so sticky, dude. It's so fucking sticky. On one hand, I understand it, and I think, like, just get the vaccine. It's not a huge deal. On the other hand, I also understand not wanting to get it. And I understand not trusting the government. And I understand not believing that anything they're fucking telling us is true. I totally understand that. What I understand more is that we should have the freedom to choose. The mandate is a tricky fucking issue, man, and there's no good answer to it. Besides the fact that I don't think it should be mandated. I think if you want to run the risk of getting yourself sick and fucking dying and leaving your family on this earth alone, then it's on you. It's fucking on you at this point. I don't know what else to do. I've done everything I'm supposed to do. Got vaccinated. I wear the fucking mask. I don't bitch about it. I just do my thing. But I also don't want to fucking hear about it anymore. At this point, either fucking die or don't die. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. When I hear about someone dying of COVID now, I go like this. That's my exact reaction. I don't want to see anyone suffer. None of that. But I don't fucking care anymore. I don't care. Because the fucking the studies are, are split. CDC just announced that basically everyone who has a vaccine has just, just as likely to spread COVID and get COVID as anyone else. Because most of the antibodies have worn off by now. Now they're trying to get boosters. New studies are showing that people that get COVID naturally and beat it have antibodies that are stronger and last longer. So here we are back to fucking square one again, right? This is never going to go away. But at this point, I don't understand why they want to mandate anything. It's it's never going to get any any fucking less slippy, slippery. The government will never, ever roll back any of the privileges or any of the rights that they've taken away ever in this entire fucking life. They've never done it starting from early on through the Patriot Act, so on and so forth, just chipping away at every one of your fucking freedoms. I really do believe in freedom. I believe in the freedom to choose the freedom to take the risk on your own. Now I don't want to see hospitals overrun and it was happening and it is happening. I don't know what to do. There's, I'm not a fucking scientist. But what I can tell you is that I don't feel good about mandating anything on pe- on our people. I don't fucking feel good about it. I have no problem with the vaccine. Definitely not saying don't take it. Uh, you do you. You are not comfortable with it. If you have a real medical condition, I've met some guys that have real medical conditions. Their doctors have told them specifically, do not fucking take this. There's not enough research heart problems, stuff like that. Um, I don't know what to do, man. And it's it's very slippery, but I do know that every little inch the government takes, the federal government, the fucking powers that be, they never give it back. They never fucking give it back, ever. They've never given it back. So I don't know. I, I feel very, very conflicted about it. But I also don't give a shit if you die because you didn't take the vaccine. So I don't know. It just doesn't help the cause. I wish this wasn't a political issue, but it fucking is. Sad, man. It's fucking sad. It's sad that people are so ridiculously confused about everything all the time. 
you know, and I think that the, you know, big part of it is, you know, this country is, is divided. I don't know if it's ourselves doing it or if it's outside sources, you know, these, you know, I, I listened to this crazy, crazy fucking video of a, an old KGB agent, a defector that came over here and explained what Russia has been doing in the, for the last, or is doing now for almost 40 years about, you know, basically in like introducing these communist socialist ideas, you know, uh, social justice, stuff like that. They've been slowly introducing this shit into the universities and all that stuff for many, many years. And some of it is fine. It's great. You know what I mean? But there's something going on here where we're divided and we're fighting and we can't fucking get it. And the max and the vaccine is a perfect example. It's something that should be so simple, but you got people that choose to believe ignorant, dumb shit. And, you know, think they're patriots over it. I don't know, but I'm, I'm conflicted, man, because I do believe in the right to choose to not take it. I absolutely do agree with it. If you don't want to fucking take it, don't take it. But if you also die on you, man, it's fucking on you because you chose not to take the thing that actually could save your life. It's a, it's a slippery one, man. And you see what happens. You see what happens when we let our freedom slip. You see what's happening in Australia. They're not talking about it a lot on the news. You don't see it. You have to really search for it. But parts of Australia were in complete fucking military lockdown. So bad that you couldn't leave. There's curfews. They're arresting people for driving down the street, throwing them around like they're fucking, like they're uh, criminals. Uh, they're dictating and watching how much alcohol you can get delivered to your house. Uh, there's a lot of weird shit going on in Australia. I saw that. You know, they're trying to get to this 80% vaccination rate and then they're going to open everything up and parts of, and and then other parts of Australia are completely open. No problem. Um, But you see what happens. People are starting to fight back. And I think that chick I just saw, oh, what's her name? Damn it. I got to look up her name. Uh, One of the prime ministers over there just fucking totally resigned over it. It's a trip, man. I mean, and she was the one that was, you know, talking all this crazy shit, you know, about, and, you know, enforcing these lockdowns and these mandates on people that people don't want it. They don't want to have it. And as soon as you give up your rights and they send military into the streets, that's what happens. It's, it's fucking scary, man. I feel, I feel conflicted. I'm sure a lot of you guys do. Um, I just don't, I don't know where to go from there. But besides the fact that the only thing that has been cheering me up lately is love on the spectrum. Have you guys seen this show? <laughs> so, oh my God, it's my favorite show. It's the best show ever. Those of you who don't know, Netflix, it's uh, I think the second season just came out. It is a, a show about autistic people um, basically dating, trying to find love. And it is the rawest, most pure version of fucking what love and dating is. It's incredible <laughs> watching these guys watching these guys fucking interact with each other there's this one chick on there that literally is like all she's punky she's like colorful hair very nice and kind and wild but she is the loudest human i've ever met in my entire life and she's screaming she's screaming the whole time she talks dude and you can't watch it and not think it's the funniest thing you've ever fucking seen not making fun of autistic people but it is crazy to watch watching her go on dates 
with a guy that can't physically cannot make eye contact with her and she's screaming at him that it's okay is one of the most highly entertaining things I've ever seen. But it's also so fucking pure, dude. So pure. It's the purest shit I've ever seen. The way they interact with each other, the questions they ask, they get right down to brass tacks. Do you want kids? Fucking and they get they get literally a year of dating out of the way in one date. There is no fuckery. No fuckery on love is uh love on the spectrum, dude. It is <laughs> they get they get so fucking they get everything. They get it all out of the way. It's the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's highly entertaining. It's very sweet. It makes you feel like hope for the world when they do actually find someone that they like, you know, and, and there's some of the people I get together are so wildly opposite from each other, which is, which is crazy. Uh, but they're so excited to find someone else that they can connect with, man. And it is one of the purest, sweetest shows I've ever seen. And it's not making fun of them or it's just, they are naturally fucking hilarious because some of them have no filter. They say every single thing that comes out of their head, you know, this one guy went on a speed dating thing and he wanted to try to date regular women rather than, you know, people on the spectrum. And so he dated like he went on a speed date with four regular women and one woman on the spectrum. Now, of course, the chick on the spectrum likes him. He's very sweet. But he really likes this other girl, right? So the lady calls him and tells him, oh, yeah, you got a match. And he goes, is it? Is it Tina or whatever? The the chick that's, you know, obviously not going to pick it. And he, <laughs> she goes, no, it was Heather, whatever it is, the chick that's on the spectrum. And he goes, oh, well, I like Heather, but I really like Tina. And he basically wants to tell everyone the whole time that Heather's his second choice. He's walking around telling everyone that the whole time. And they're telling him to stop saying it, but he can't. He fucking can't stop saying it. Like, I'll go on a date with her. I like her. But that other one, that's the one. And he's saying these things out loud, dude. It is incredible. It's the best show ever, along with Good Games. Good Games is the best show I've seen in a long time. The fucking Korean films are, hands down, some of those entertaining, beautifully shot. uh, Storytelling is incredible. Um, The acting, I can't tell because I'm watching it in English dub, so everything looks terrible. But, dude, the way that show is laid out, if you guys haven't seen that, it's basically a uh, kind of a horror horror thing. It's a TV show on Netflix, but, it, um, man, they take a group of people and they stick them in these situations to play these very simple kids' games that end with dire, dire consequences. And the goal is you, as whoever survives, it's a shit ton of money at the end, right? But it is gut-wrenching. It's fucking gnarly. And it's beautifully shot. The set design is incredible. Um, it's just the way they fucking set it up is so good, man. I know why, you know, I'm not saying anything that's new here. But it has been number one on Netflix for, I don't know, a minute at this point. I'm not through it yet. Um, so I don't, and I'm not going to give you guys any spoilers or anything. But it is an fucking incredible. And the Korean films that have been coming out, I've been a huge fan of Korean uh, movies for many, many years. Uh, the first one that I really saw that blew my fucking mind was Old Boy. And if you guys haven't seen Old Boy before, absolutely watch that. It is uh, 
one of the best, best fucking movies. I mean, I, I, I can't even get into it. There's, there's a plot twist at the end of Old Boy that literally rips your soul out of your body. Um, I don't think I've seen any American films or any other foreign films that do that to me. Uh, even with the dub or whether you're reading it or listening to it in English subtitle or uh, English dub, it doesn't matter, dude. It's the Koreans are, are dominating film right now, film and TV shows. It's incredible. Squid games is fucking awesome. So that's been a really good escape from knowing that they're going to start chasing my, uh, my friends down and stabbing needles in their arm. You know what I mean? When these vaccine mandates come in, (laughs) at least Squid games kind of gets you prepared. For what could be coming down the fucking thing. And it seems so realistic. As over the top as it is. It seems so incredibly realistic. And it absolutely seems like it's possible. That it could happen. And it could be fucking happening somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like very Hunger Games kind of vibe. But way weirder. And way fucking worse. And just the way they. You know the way they twist the story around. Is just so fucking gnarly man. Um, But yeah. It gives you a little. uh Maybe a glimpse of what's coming, you know, after apocalypse fire season comes, you know, and the, and and we got COVID fucking Omega that just came out, right? And this one's actually turning people into zombies now. So um, it's good to get prepared, you know what I mean? So I was on Facebook the other day, and I'm a part of this fucking Facebook group. Oh, my God. It's like deals and something of Facebook. And I got to say, I never do this. I never fucking do this, but I watch people ask literally the dumbest fucking questions. Facebook, Ventura County deals, something like that. I don't know how I even got any, but I probably fucking looked for something on, on there one time and somehow became a member on accident, didn't realize it. But people are fucking dense, dude. They're so dense with the questions they ask. The other day, it's like, does anyone know of any Halloween stores in Oxnard or Wainimi? And it's like, dude, you can't Google that shit. You can't Google it. You the amount of time, the amount of fucking time that it takes you to type that and look, like wait for responses for literally all the same shit you Googled. You could have Googled in five seconds is so fucking mind-numbing to me. I made a comment on it, and and I realized why I hate Facebook, because it's just snarky comment back and forth, and now I'm telling her that I work for the NSA, and I had to fucking hack Google to find these locations, and I'm sending her screenshots and shit, and I'm being an asshole. I'm being an asshole. And it's for no other reason besides the fact that I'm annoyed by the question that I that I chose to read. I chose to read it. You know what I mean? As for no other reason besides the fact that I let it bug me, but the amount of fucking, I, it just makes me think like this fucking people on this thing are so dumb. They cannot fucking think for themselves. I mean, the amount of people I see on these pages asking for a job, right? I'll see someone post that they're looking for a job. Every single store I walk into has a help wanted sign, right? Every fucking one. There's not one store I've been in in the last six months that does not have a help wanted sign in front of it. And you're over here on fucking Facebook 
on a page asking about jobs. You're never going to get one. You'll never hold one. You'll never fucking earn that money ever. If you are so fucking dumb that you need to ask about jobs on Facebook, we don't need you working in this society. We need you just not. We just not. We just don't need you, period. That's fucking it. And then and the, here's what puts puts it over the edge. Someone will reply and go, hey, this place is hiring. And they go, I can't do that. It can't work nights. And then someone else goes, here, this place is hiring. And they go, ah, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, I got fucking four kids and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, so what do you want? You just want some money. That's it. That's all you want. I mean, you don't want a fucking job because you had every store you've ever walked into is hiring. You're not going to get that job. You just put it out on Facebook that you wanted a job, but also they're not going to give you that job because every, the, the second they posted, Hey, we're hiring here. You go, Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> or I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God, dude, how many fucking people do you see like this? How many, I mean, can we just like zero COVID in on the people like that? That's what we should really be focusing on is getting fucking COVID to zero in on the people that are on these discussion forums on Facebook, asking the dumbest fucking questions you've ever heard. That's where we should send COVID. I don't know how you can engineer it. We'll ask the Wuhan lab. I mean, they seem to do a good job with this first one, but we got to fucking zero in on these people. It's insane. Send COVID their way. I mean, 50, 50 shot, right? Either they get it. Hopefully they learn a lesson and it's all good or they get it. And it's fucking worst case scenario. I don't know. I mean, there's too many people here on this planet. COVID's doing the job, but I really think we should try to engineer to go for these people on these Facebook messenger boards. God, I'm going to get fucking fired. <laughs> oh, I want a job. Guys, I'm, uh, can, I'm looking for a job, <laughs> but I don't want to work nights. I don't want to work weekends. I also can't get up before seven, and um, I want to make $25 an hour. Cool. So let me know when you're ready. Thank you. It's insane. Did you guys see Casey Musgraves naked on SNL? What the fuck was that? I've never heard of her. I've never heard her music. I've never heard anything. But this chick goes up on fucking SNL and performs a song. But she's completely naked and she's sitting behind a guitar and she's got boots on. Obviously, she's beautiful. And I say a song because it is a song. It's the definition. Like, if you, if someone were to say, yeah, I walked into a place and there was a song playing, that's the song. It, it, it doesn't jump out as anything besides a song. It's a guitar. It's a girl singing about being heartbroken. It's literally a fucking song. I'm not sure. It seems like, they were out of um, like little Nas X is like in a wall right now and they can't get someone to fucking scare everybody. So they're like, just put this really mellow, like not exciting, uh, very mediocre shit out right now. But let's put her behind a guitar naked. That'll keep it moving. But the songs are the definition of what like in a description of a fucking movie, like a scene set up, and it talks about a singer songwriter playing in a bar. 
It's that song. That's what the song's called. But she's over here on SNL naked, supposedly paying homage to Forrest Gump, where Jenny plays naked in the bar. I think it's like a strip club or something. I can't remember what she's doing. But I, I remember the scene vividly because, uh, you know, I was like 10 and it, it was a naked lady playing guitar. Uh, but yeah, that's what apparently she did it for. But the song is inherently fucking, it's not even bad. It's not bad. It's also not even close to good. It's a song. Not sure what it's called. Justify or something like that. It was, in, it was so fucking weird. I thought someone was playing a trick on me. Owen Wilson introduces her and it comes up and she's just stripped down and she's playing nothing. Literally, she, she could have just sat there naked with a guitar and would have sounded exactly the same as the song that she played. It was fucking ridiculous, dude. I don't get it. I don't, I, I don't get it. I know I'm old and I don't get music, but at least Lil Nas X does something, right? He's over here fucking Satan. He's pregnant. He's, you know, he's doing, he's doing things, right? That, that girl, I don't, how did her demo get through to something? Like, she has to be someone's kid, right? I mean, and she's probably a very nice lady and she's probably very talented. And I'm basing this whole entire thing off of one fucking three minute song that I listened to. But I'm not sure how she got up there. What happened? Who did like, they just ran out of people. They're just going to start signing people off the fucking street now. I mean, that's, that's it. Music's over. Music is fucking over. (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm old, I guess. Fuck. I don't get it. I don't get it. It was the first time I thought like, not the first time. But definitely in a while, because I usually try to latch on to, I like to see what younger people are doing. And I heard this and I went, oh boy. Oh boy. Not edgy like Sinead O'Connor, you know, ripping fucking pictures of the Pope up on the stage. Just like some naked lady playing any old song. It could have been 6,000 different songs and it would have sounded exactly the same. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. My dog is chewy, chewy. Good God. She's having, she's like literally having an allergy attack on the couch while I'm trying to record this podcast. You guys can probably hear her scratching and sniffing in the background. Fucking dogs and allergies, dude. What dog? When did dogs get allergies? I mean, fucking seriously, dude. My whole entire life, I never had one dog that had allergies. My dogs don't have fleas, but Chewy has allergies. I have to give her like fucking Benadryl. What the fuck, dude? When did that start? When did that start? I've never had dogs have allergies in my entire life. Maybe because they didn't live long enough. Fuck, I don't know. Lost a lot of dogs when I was a kid, man. Fuck. Growing up out in the desert, dogs just go away. Maybe they don't live long enough to get allergies. But this fucking dog has allergies. It's crazy. I've never seen that in my entire life. I don't know, man. Well... That's it. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Like, follow, rate, subscribe, review. Find us on all fucking audio outlets. Check out the YouTube. Hit the notifications bell. Hit that fucking subscribe button. Don't mean shit to you, but it means a lot to me. Uh, 
what else? We got the Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. $1 a month gets you in the door. Also, check out the merch, localshop.com slash Podcast. And the next episode, I will be having some uh, phone messages and stuff like that coming in. We got a Get Heavy Hotline, 805-666-2314. Call me. Leave me messages. Throw your voice on there. You got a cool story. You got a review. You got a comment. Want to tell me what a piece of shit I am for calling Casey Musgraves a a no artist? Uh, Go ahead. Let it fly, dude. Send some text. Send some memes. Whatever you guys want. Uh, We'll be starting to play that stuff on the next one. Uh, Having said all that, enjoy your evening.